Good morning, everybody. I am Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your morning moment. Now, I'm probably going to date myself here, and if I do, that's okay. But one of the shows that I used to watch when I was a teenager was MTV Cribs. Now, the show, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, is a show that takes you into the life of... Uh, rich and famous, so musicians, sports stars, actors, and it shows you where showed you where they lived and all of the cool stuff that they had. And I believe the whole premise of the show was to really make somebody jealous that they're some, that this famous person is living this way. And what it came out to be, you know, they were later on down the road they were people would talk about being on cribs and what they were finding out was that these celebrities were watching cribs as well kind of like a keeping up with the joneses kind of thing but the even crazier part is the fact that even the people that didn't have the money to live this lifestyle would try to project this lifestyle on the show by doing something like renting a a mansion for a couple of days or or borrowing cars and and just trying to make it look like they were bigger and and more influential and wealthy than what they actually were. And another thing that I've noticed about that show is it really did make me go, man, I really wish that I could do have that kind of money so that I could have all of this cool stuff. And I think it really drove the the the, the people of my generation to 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 want to figure out how to make that kind of money. And I've seen on TV now that they've actually rebooted MTV Cribs, which is kind of of scary to think about because now we're going to project that lifestyle onto a whole new generation. But it's funny because I sometimes see that exact same mindset of, of greed coming through in our churches and in the lives of the followers of Christ. Now, we've been looking at the book of James, and believe it or not, greed and all that stuff isn't anything new. It's been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And James actually addresses it in his book. He says this, What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask, and you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealousy over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James is basically saying that you can't be friends with the world and you can't be friends with God at the same time. Believe it or not, right now, this very minute, you are in the midst of a battle. And that battle is your desire for the world and your desire for God. So we have worldly desires, but then we have spiritual desires. And those two are clashing all of the time. Because let's admit it, who wouldn't love to have more money, more wealth, more power, more stuff in their lives? Every time I used to drive past the Mega Millions billboard coming into Canton on 77, I'd look at it and go, man, if only I could, could... have the winning numbers. I couldn't even begin to imagine what I would do with that kind of money. 
And while it's awesome to think about, it's probably something completely different to actually have that kind of money. See, the thing about worldly desires is that when we, when we try to strive and attain those, we're actually building idols for ourselves. You know, if we can have just more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, we're trying to put in, to make that stuff our idol. And what that does is that opposes God because we are supposed to be 100% reliant and dependent on God. And we're supposed to believe that he will come through to provide for us. And so that's exactly what James is saying is that this battle between us wanting to be, to have the latest and greatest and the most amazing things is actually pushing God out of the way of our lives. We're making stuff an idol and we're putting it in the place of God. And what it comes down to is, is, is a simple case of pride. I mean, honestly, think about it. Our relationship with God isn't something tangible. It's not something that everybody can physically see. I mean, there's, there's effects of it, you know, this, this fruits of the spirit and stuff like that, but it, it's not something that we can display and show off. You know, we can't hang a picture of the relationship, our relationship with God on, on the wall. We can't put it on a shelf. We can't, you know, Instagram it, you know, selfie with God. We can't brag about it because there are people out there that just don't care. But what they do care about is the other stuff that we hang on our walls and put on our shelves and we take pictures of. You know, the things that in our life become idols. And so, what is it we're supposed to do? Well, James is going to tell us, and he kind of takes this tone of this like Old Testament prophet. He, he's calling it out, and he's saying, this is what you need to do. He finishes it out by saying, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter turn to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. So basically he's saying we need to submit to God. We need to submit to God's will in our life, what his plan for our life is. Then we need to resist the devil. We need to be able to resist his attacks that he's coming at us with. And believe me, he's going to use those worldly desires against us against us. He's going to continually try to fuel. That's the problem with, with social media is as you're scrolling through, you're like, man, I wish I had this. Man, I ha wish I had that. Look at that person. Their life is amazing. Look at this person. Look at all the cool stuff they're doing. Oh, I want that. And it's just fueling that greed within us. And so he's saying that we need to resist and he's going to flee from us. Then he says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That means like in worship and prayer and, and your commitment to him, just do everything in your power to draw near to him. And God will draw near to you, which will help when you're trying to resist the devil. And he says, cleanse your hands, which means basically cleanse your outward self. And he says, cleanse your hearts, which is cleansing your inward self. And then he says, be wretched and mourn and weep. What he's talking about is this sinful lifestyle we're living when we allow the, the, the desires of the world to take shape in our lives and we allow them to overtake our lives we're actually living in sin because god said you will have no other gods before me and it's exactly what we're doing and so he says you know don't be proud of it don't brag about it don't laugh and be joyful about it you need to be ashamed of it you need to be mournful of the fact that you live this way and then finally he says humble yourself before the lord and he will exalt you basically you need to say you know what god i submit to you your plan for my life is what your plan for my life is and there's nothing i can do about it but don't allow 
these desires of the world to get in the way. I just want to desire you. And then he said, God will exalt us. That doesn't mean that we, we're, we're destined to see greatness here on earth. It doesn't mean that we're destined to see riches. You know, the, the whole prosperity gospel, we've spoken about that before. That, that None of that is going to happen here on earth. But what it means is that we have a place in heaven that's just waiting for us to get there. And we'll be exalted there because God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, sometimes our worldly desires get in the way of our spiritual desires. And Lord, that's not good. That that puts an idol in our life that we become obsessed with. Father, may we turn our hearts to you, humble ourselves before you, so that the only thing that we have to focus on is you and you alone, knowing with 100% certainty that you will take care of us. In your wonderful and holy name, I pray. Amen. Okay, everybody, I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you right here next week. Take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to today's Morning Moment. It is my hope that today's devotional has inspired you. And if it has, can you do me a favor and share it? And then just take a few minutes and rate the podcast as well. These two things will help me immensely to reach more people and to help them to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can get the podcast when it releases. If you'd like more Mission 4110, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Mission 4110 podcast. Take care and God bless.